Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 119 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. I'm Sarah. And this episode is sponsored by Laura Todd. Thank you, Laura. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Today, we will be discussing the book-to-movie comparison of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, or the Hot Cup of Fire, if you will. So make sure you've, you know, watched the movie and complained about the length of their hair, and you're ready to trudge your way into the details before we begin. Megan has lots of um, weekly profit ideas and news and things and such. Question, who at this table watched the movie before recording this episode? Not I. <laughs> Hard no. Nope. <laughs> but I honestly, say, I've though, seen it enough. I've you, seen it so many times. Do you want me times? to be a thousand percent honest? The last time I watched a Harry Potter movie was... Same, actually. Probably the last time we watched one together. I mean, I won't even say Chamber because I didn't watch it when we were watching Chamber because I was on a lengthy phone call. So, Sorcerer's Stone, two years ago. It's been a minute for me. Yeah, I haven't watched one in a long time, actually. We used to watch them constantly. Yeah. And it's just been a while. It's been a while, yeah. It's been a while. I know, I was thinking that. <laughs> I was thinking that too. Sorry to disappoint so, fans. Yeah, sorry we didn't uh, do what we're telling. Do as we say, not as we do. Go right. ahead and watch it. <laughs> All right, so we have a lot of weekly profit news. The first one, I'm just going, t- it's a quick announcement. I wanted to say that we are having a swish miss. Yes. Um, It's low key this year. I'm excited about it. It's January 4th. I want to let you guys know when it is because we're going to do the first episode of Order of the Phoenix live mm-hmm. for everyone that day, kind of as like Merry Christmas. our belated Christmas <laughs> present to everybody. It's going to be probably live on Facebook. I'm not sure. We'll figure it out. Maybe Ye- live on YouTube so more people can oh, have let's, access. Let's do the tube of you. Yeah, probably live on YouTube. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, be on the lookout for details about that. Maybe we'll also do our live watch of Goblet or we'll like have it on in the background while we're doing other things. Cause I don't know. I just like can't sit through this movie. <laughs> I, <laughs> God, okay. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I love the movies because they're the movies, but like, I just had, it's been a long time since I've been able to like sit down and just enjoy it. I get too distracted now, but <coughs> that was awful. But anyway, um, me, not you. I um kind of want to watch this though because we just talked to Stan. True. True. You yeah. know, and it kind of puts it like different. Like you like talk to him in real time life, Sarah, and then you see him in the movies. Mm-hmm. If no one's heard that interview with Stan and Luke, what ha- what episode is it on? Our Boston. Our Boston yeah. episode just came out a couple weeks ago. They're short interview. I think it's like fifteen minutes each. I put them into that episode, and they're just hilarious. Like listening to it again, I was just. Like, I, I, I need to listen to it because I, yeah, I haven't. They're cute. I haven't listened to it yet. Um, second thing also is a little bit of an announcement. So LeakyCon just released that they are going to be doing a second con next year, just like they did this year, um, in Denver. Hey. So I always love whenever like something gives me an excuse to go to a place that I've never been before. Mm-hmm. I've never I've, been to I've, Denver. I've been to Colorado, but I've never been to Denver. That's exciting. I've never been so to Colorado, I'm, I'm period. Pumped. Oh, when you see the mountains, they will literally take your breath away. So yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> and there's this, like, There's this one like drive that you can go on, but it's, I mean, there's like steep drop-offs and everything, and it's like 9,000 foot elevation by the time you like I've done get that. to the end of it. I've done the drive. I mean, like, I really want to do it, but it's going to give me anxiety to do it, but I want to. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to say. Uh, Face your fears. We've done stuff like that in Ireland where we drove the coast. Oh, those little tiny roads. It's so gorgeous. Because you're like, one side is like, you know, land. The other side is the ocean. It's so pretty. Yeah. So I'm super excited. We're going to go, regardless of if we get to do a panel or not. Hopefully we will. We'll definitely submit to try to do one. Yeah. Yeah. and yeah, hopefully we can meet some people out a little further west than we've ever gone before. Yeah, so if you're um, anywhere near Denver or it's a place where you'd be willing to travel to to hang, definitely doing a meetup. Yeah, for sure. Maybe maybe two, you know, depending on the day. Maybe we'll do, I mean, like we always meet anybody who like comes to the panel. We'll stay afterwards we'll, like, and tweet you what coffee shop we're at if you want to like come and hang out because i need to get some good denver area food so if you know of a good spot suggest it to us and we'll uh see if we can make it there i always love getting local stuff same well you know i don't even here we really you and i specifically don't eat correct um i get made fun of a lot for not eating at chain restaurants i just like because cleveland specifically is known for having wonderful food so why would i eat at a chain restaurant when Mm -hmm. there's Tons of wonderful places to eat here. Yes, ma'am. we don't really eat at chain restaurants either. Bree says she thinks there's a Voodoo Donuts in Denver. Oh, I think there <laughs> is, and they're fun. I, they usually have like specific donuts. 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 Specific donuts per location. Oh, neat! Someone let me have some of their donut the last time we were there, and I can't remember who it was. He let me have a bite. I was like, oh my god, thank you! It was so good. It was like a cinnamon one in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Voodoo Donuts is pretty great. All right. And lastly, I wanted to have a little discussion about Wizarding World Gold because now three out of the four of us have received 
our package. Katie hasn't opened hers yet, but she's seen mine and she heard me talk about it. And Tiffany hasn't ordered hers yet. She's a bad girl. <laughs> uh, my initial reaction, though, is that I'm not impressed. And they have to do... I, I'm, I'm not impressed, but I'm optimistic because I think that there's potential for really cool things, but I'm just not sure how they're going to deliver. So, okay, explain to me, because I don't know... Um, are so if you're gold do you get like a box a year or is it like I, two a year i or sure do, hope so do because they, oh okay. i sure hope so well for i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> guess i think yes because this journal that they send you is like specific to the year so there's oh, like a okay. page per month and every month things unlock and you use the journal to unlock them every month and they are only available like I'm sure that you'll be able to go like backlog. So what is what has been unlocked? It, it just an intro thing. No writings. No. I'll There's tell you like what. Good. There better be some specific let, Joe let writings in here. A thousand percent honest. I would if if I was not doing this podcast, I would not have done it. I to me, it's not worth the money. It's so like my own personal thing. I'm not okay. the type of person that would like go and like no i get that like no i know i'm the person that has everybody's passwords to things because i don't have my own subscriptions you know like this is sarah amazon prime this is sarah like i don't (laughs) i don't i don't need it but i did it so like we could at least see what the difference is between like all four houses that's why we all got one otherwise which really would have just gotten one yeah true but like i I, we just kind of felt that it would be unfair for one of us to order it and get a journal with our name on it and our color and everything but like doesn't bother me. It's I think, like I was. I thought it was going to be different than what it was. Like, well, I think I, there's I'm more. Great. To I think. Come. I think no, we. Like, I think we journal. just had some expectations. Like I thought it was like my own journal that low. I could use that what I could write oh. in. Where like it's, it's like a not whole like thing. that. No, not at all. Well, Which, I'm not. Oh, man, sorry. Bleep. <laughs> Somebody put a note in. <laughs> so like basically what it is, and just so that everybody knows, I did a Facebook Live video in our group. So if you're interested in watching me like break it down, like what it looks like, what the app is like and how you do it and all that kind of stuff, like I do that on the live video. But it's a journal that like it's not a journal that you write in. It's literally just like I mean, it's a beautifully designed book. Mina Lima designed it. It's really pretty. It's cool because it has your name on it. It's specific to the house. It's really beautiful. And like it's well designed. Is it worth $80? Absolutely not. Is it pretty? Yeah, for sure. But what it is basically is it's almost like an electronal electro- <laughs> electronic I'm sorry, book? I laughed at you. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> it's like an electronic book. I wouldn't even necessarily call it a journal because even on the app you can't like write or anything like in it. It's literally just you use this book to unlock stuff. What the stuff is at this point, I'm not really sure because the first thing that you unlock is just like, hey, this is how you do it. And that's it right now. So, so like December 1st, there will be another here's thing my to unlock. Thing. Don't get down on it just yet. That's why I said I'm optimistic. It's not yeah. my thing, though. Like, I, I know I'm it's not. not like, but, I won't go on it every month. Like, I would forget. But and if, I, or would just, you know what I mean? I just, for me personally, I would just use I'm my sorry, own for journal. Who? For me. Who? Okay. For me. I do like the stuff at the beginning. I thought that was really cool. Here's my question for you, though. Since it's not particularly your thing, would it become your thing if there was exclusive info writing from Joe? No. What? Yeah. So the one thing I do because like about also, it. About people's history. I have other people that, you know what I mean? Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, if they just tell me. like, But you I, would like that information. Eh. 
<gasps> what if you found out who Mr. Crab is? Who? Mr. Crab. And Mrs. Qu- Mrs. What Mrs. are their names? What if, we- <laughs> what if you find out their stories? I literally. You think Mr. Krabs? Were you I thinking, thinking of SpongeBob? Like, like, what, <laughs> like, what, what do I care about? about, Mr. Krabs? I mean, literally, you can tell the kind of wig I've been having because I'm like, Mr. Krabs. I'm like, was there a crab in the in the thing? It just, I was thinking like. The cool thing is there's like this video, there's this exclusive video series that I think will be interesting that you can only watch if you're a gold member. Um, And the first. I like gold. (laughs) (laughs) And the first episode is like about Mina Lima. And I think it's about like how they designed the journal. So that's kind of neat. But again, like that's not. Like, give me something more about the Potterverse, not about how Mina Lima designed this exclusive book that I have in my hand. Like, I want exclusive clips from maybe that have never been released that are like behind the scenes from the movies like on set or something right yeah like that's the kind of stuff i want in that video series so i'll be interested yeah. to see and and they they did send out surveys and i did fill it out very Ooh, honestly girl. already mm-hmm. and here's the thing a lot of the perks are so that you spend more money with them so like yeah so they're like okay you'll get exclusive access to this merchandise line and the hoodie's 85 dollars what yeah <laughs> or like that's a, that's expensive and even honestly, for a hoodie right merch just to like the gold member people it's just, it's a, just key. a key which i don't want it's the flying key get all of here. like the house merch is available to anybody yeah but the, but the but the gold merch is just like the the Alohomora key logo, like a little, little, like, like a, a little key with wings. That's the gold logo. What do I do with the key? <sighs> I don't know. It's, it's not. Just, it's, like it's not letting me order gold. Sorry, you are not eligible to register for this service. Your information has not been retained. Interesting. I uh, think it's because I accidentally entered ninety nine as my <laughs> birth year. Maybe. But I went back. It won't let me do it. So some of the other things that they give you are like exclusive access to purchase tickets for Cursed Child, which again is like only beneficial to certain cities and people who have money to travel or exclusive access to parties. The first one is taking place in December at the studio tour in London. It's like okay, well, that's great well, for people that I'll live in London. Say, yeah. If only, they throw something in Orlando, that would be cool, and I would go. But they're only like being a gold member is only available to people in the U.S. and England right now. So the, the U.K. those are it. So like people in Canada, people all over Europe mm. can't get it. Not yet, but they will. I mean, I don't understand what's taking them so long to just let them get it, but I don't know. But yeah, a lot like a lot of the perks are just okay. Well, here's your early access to spend more money with us. So that's smarmy. I mean, but that's how places work. You know what I mean? Like you're buying this app and there's all these add-ons for the app kind of thing. We're like in this age now where like everything's a subscription. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that they're just realizing that they can capitalize on something because everybody else is. So they're trying it out. Maybe they will find out that it's not successful or maybe they will like add more to it or something you know so that it like makes it more worth it i don't know yeah because right now i just don't I, and i don't think it's worth it we better get a package every year first of all if I, like if i'm gonna be renewing this thing for 80 bucks i better get another package in the mail yeah with it, something and the, and the fact that they don't tell you that do they not tell you that no. in the 
I think that they only have the first year planned out, if I'm being honest. God, well, they should have <laughs> thought way more into this. So, I, I just don't know. But I will say, if we do get exclusive, like, reading and content, we're going to share it with you guys. So, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe it'll get better. I'm optimistic. I'm not ready to totally... Yeah, like say it's not worth don't it. Don't rule it out just yet. But like right now, it's not worth it. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. All right. Tiffany, what time is it? It's recap time. <laughs> Do you oh remember what we talked about before? Uh, a little bit, sure. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had a chapter episode. Well, before this actually wasn't a chapter episode. Yes, it was. was it? I think so. Oh yeah, you're right. It was a chapter episode. <laughs> it was the end of the hot cup of fire it was the whole the whole school got told off by Dumbledore that he was like leave Harry alone he's been through a lot of crap and they're all kind of avoiding him what else is new um, and Dumbledore gives a really nice speech about Cedric and he tells the whole school what actually happened instead of trying to cover it up like the ministry wants him to and uh, Hermione got rid of their uh, bug problem <laughs> and that was the end of another book oh and Harry gave his winnings to Fred and George so they can open their joke shop. Which is a great place to visit in Diagon Alley. I love it. Accurate. That's literally one of my favorite places because it's just so bright. It's so accurate to the movie, too. Cause oh, like, yeah. If you think about like quality Quidditch supplies and Madame Milkins, like, we never really see the inside of those shops. Yeah. But we see the inside of Weasley Wizard Weasel. So it's like really cool to go in there and be like, wow, mm-hmm. it looks just like the movie. Ollivanders, too. Sorry. Ollivanders, yeah. The last time we were there, so Fred or George, because they're twins, so there's just one of them outside, he lifts his hat, right? And then, like, a bunny pops up. Yeah. The bunny goes away when he lifts his hat again. Yeah. I didn't notice that, and I, like, freaked out last time, and I had to stand there and watch it. Literally every... I mean, I've only been there twice, but, like, every time I go, even though I've been going, like, multiple days, like, in a row, you always see something new. Like, there's not been a time where I've walked into that park and not noticed something new. So, what have I been, what, like, three or four times walking into the park and, like, seeing new things? It's so cool. I love it. I've been there how many times and I still see new things? I know. It's crazy. It's bananas. Okay. So... I went online and I pulled a couple of articles. Like, I pulled a Bustle article and it, like, wasn't what I wanted. And then I went to Leaky Cauldron and we got a little better. I do enjoy the leakycauldron.org. Uh, and then I found this blog, this person's blog. It's uh, Tiny Obsessions um, at WordPress. And this person did a really great breakdown of the book to movie comparison. And I am here for it. So um, a lot of the things that we say come from our brains and from tinyobsessions.wordpress.com. Thank you, Tiny Obsessions, for all your help. Thank you. Okay. So let's go. Are you ready? I'm ready. They're different. Bye. (laughs) Just (laughs) So. She says calmly. Right. Right. So. The book opens with Frank Bryce, and we were talking about, you know, how uh, they talk about his history and what went down in um, Little Hangleton and the Riddles and how he was accused. And then he lived in the house, um, Bertha Jorkins and the ministry and that Wormtail and Voldemort are like capturing her and questioning her. 
and the information about the Triwizard Tournament and the person placed at Hogwarts. None of that. Not really, at least. Yeah. So in the movie, um, Harry dreams all this. And Wormtail, as well as Barty Crouch Jr., are discussing their plans in the Riddle House. So at least we have that much going for us, right? Yeah. You can, yeah, you right. like see the, you <laughs> see the fireplace and the chair yeah. of like the room in the Riddle House. But like you don't know that that's the Riddle House. So here's the thing with, with movies. And I think I learned a lot of this from, um, Chris Rankin and hearing him talk about things and what he did like in our interview and then the other panels we've seen him talking on it's like I get that they have to like do things specific for film and for right. audiences that aren't as immersed as we are and they have to make it so you're able to understand I, th- I think that is why they didn't do the calmly thing because I think they needed people to realize it was how serious the correct. situation was. So, as you know, as, as we go into this, we as fans, especially if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know a lot and you know a lot more than like the regular person on the street. So what we look for as book readers and consumers is that we want every little detail down to the last period. And we're not going to get that. So as I go through this, I have to keep reminding myself, like, I'm going to complain about it. And then I have to be like, but they need to do it, do it for a certain reason. Okay. Now, there are some things where I'm like, you could have put that in there instead of this. And it would have been fine for the everyday viewer. So let's just try. We have to pick and choose. And not be Debbie's on this episode. Well, some of it is like... (laughs) um, like Hermione's dress. They literally did it once so she could stand out from the Bobaton, um right. like women students or whatever. And also she just looked better in the color. So like you're not gonna put me in like an orange dress if I was an actress because that's what they wore in the movie. Like they would look horrible on me. So they wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They should have recast Emma Watson. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's go back to this. So in the film, um, Harry is dreaming that he's seeing Voldemort and Wormtail and Barty Crouch Jr. discussing their plans in the Riddle House. Um, but in the book, however, Barty Crouch Jr. is not in this, um, dream or in this, like, beginning part. Um, He's not? No. Mm -mm. He's not in the book. Oh, in the book. I was like, no, I specifically remember David Tennant in the scene. No. So in the book. So got it. it. Yes. So after that, um, we know that in the book, Harry spends a lot of time at Privet Drive um, where he's dreaming about like Voldemort and Wormtail and Frank Bryce. And he wakes up thinking it's a nightmare. He writes to Sirius about his scar hurting. But in the movie, he wakes up um, in the burrow because Privet Drive is completely out. And he sends a letter to Sirius from the train on his way to Hogwarts. Dude, it took me a moment because I should have watched this movie. Let's be real. I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, you don't. He woke up. He woke up because so they were going to the Quidditch up, World Cup. Right. Hermione like wakes but him I, and Ron up. You're right. But like, I, I mean, obviously this person's right. But it's like bananas to me that like. We'll just, just keep going. <laughs> um, that is a quality pooch. If you can even hear him. I don't know if y'all can hear oh, him. It, oh, it picked up. I saw the little. Oh, okay. Woo, woo. <laughs> well, he's making his appearance. Um, so, yeah. Okay. 
You're right. I'm now. Does she hit yeah, them? She, yeah, she like comes <laughs> in and she like scares him awake. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he goes like this, like he's yeah. like he's yeah. not wearing any clothes. Yeah, but isn't he in a tank top? <laughs> it's. I think Ron does that. Ron, Ron, Ron. Yeah, Ron is like, oh my god, get out of here. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm in love with you. Oh my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Don't look at my tank top. <laughs> Don't look at my tank top. <laughs> so, all right. Harry receives a letter from Molly inviting him to attend the Quidditch World Cup. This is in the book. And Mr. Weasley, Fred, George, and Ron travel by flu powder to number four, Privet Drive, to pick Harry up. And then they find that the fireplace is boarded up. And Mr. Weasley ends up blowing up part of the wall in order for them all to get out. Because who in their right mind blocks a fireplace? Is your hand up? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> You're I, like one of my students where they're like this. And I'm like, is it up? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, As much as I love that scene in the book, I kind of get why they were just like getting to the Quidditch World Cup. Like it was like they were kind of trying to like hurry the beginning of the book along because they wanted to get to Hogwarts and they wanted to focus on the Triwizard Tournament. Yeah, but like... Ugh. But it's so funny. Like, that scene is so funny. Yeah. You're real quick to get to the cup, only to not show any Quidditch. Let it begin! And... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um... Crumb fly in a circle? <laughs> crumb. I wonder how expensive it is, though, to, like, film that. Probably bananas expensive. And probably bananas annoying. I literally don't think they cared about that, though. Like, think of all the things that they spent. Four movies in, probably not. But but they also probably could, were thinking, like, we could spend it on all this other stuff. But I do wonder how much more they filmed that we actually haven't seen. Because remember all the scenes that Chris was talking about that he filmed that never made it in? Yeah. I wonder how much more Quidditch was filmed. Show it to Hey, give us that in Wizarding World Gold. All the extra Quidditch footage. (laughs) Just all the extra footage. I want to see a clip from the scene that he told us about in Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, he would yell at you. Where he was like, he had a frog in his pocket. Oh, my God. Frog. For like an hour. Toad. (laughs) Toad, whatever. It's not okay. It's so not acceptable. Okay. Um... So Pig, the owl, Pig Widgeon, is completely admitted from the film. Bye, Pig. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> Mrs. Weasley's disapproval of her son's plans to open a joke shop is out. Um, I'm happy about that. I'm I not. Get I literally am that. not talking to you about this today. <laughs> <laughs> um, all the Weasley children attended the World Cup, including Bill and Charlie. Sarah, where are your friends? Don't know. Me neither. Um, Bill actually appears throughout this and in other books. Bill, Charlie, and Percy didn't travel by port key, meeting their family. Um, they met them later at the World Cup because they could apparate. I mean, I really do think that's sad that you never meet Charlie. You see a picture of some guy in the picture. I think it's bogus that Percy didn't, they didn't show Percy at least. I mean, he was, he was cast. Like they had him. You know what I mean? They cut him from the whole movie. Which I think I'm going to talk about in a little bit here. Is it my turn? It is green. Green as you. Um, green okay. means go. I love that you're like getting permission. Like, <laughs> So uh, we've got Amos Diggory. In the book, he is portrayed as not a nice person. We know that he comes across as boastful, proud, annoying, a prat, impolite. <laughs> a prat. 
Basically, he just like takes pride in boasting about Cedric. Which um, boast about your kids? Yeah, not but, like, boast, not boast, but, like, not to brag. Harry's but, face, but be like, be like, he beat you. Be like, okay, are you twelve? Be proud, okay. not spiteful. Yeah, I wouldn't do right. That. I wouldn't do that. Um, proud. So that's the word I was looking for. Thank you. They portray him much nicer in the movie. He's a very kind person. He is happy to be introduced to Harry. He is he he is just proud and he's not spiteful, which is nice. Um it says here that he in the film he's portrayed as a nice man with an affable personality, does not boast about Cedric being better than Harry, and he's clean-shaven, which in the book he is known to have like a scrubby brown beard. Um next up we have Ludo Bagman who doesn't exist in the movies at all. Which is bananas to me because he's so essential. He's so I, yeah. essential. I forgot. Like, I forgot how essential he... Because, again, I, I haven't... I hadn't read this book in a really long time. Um, Ooh, I have a question. Who would you cast? As Ludo? Yeah. I got... I always thought that Kenneth Branagh would have made a great Ludo Bagman. I but don't know who. Oh, he Gilderoy. Gilderoy. Yeah. Got it. Like, Got he, it. he, like, has the face for you it. Know, Jim Broadbent could do it, too. I also don't know. Remember. Slughorn. No. He could do it. I'm, no. I'm picturing his, like, shiny face, his round, shiny, boyish no. face. Oh, come on. What? He's got to look like a supreme athlete. Oh, oh my God. You know down. who? Voldemort? Oh, my God. What's his name? What's his name? <laughs> What did she say? You know who and I don't know who <laughs> No one left. His last name is Hugh. Go. Hugh Grant? Hold on. No. He's in Hugh Jackman? that movie with Sandra Bullock. Okay, that could be a myriad of people. <laughs> Not Ryan Reynolds. No. But he might be good too. But no, they only... he's too fit. He's well, too and funny. he's not British. He has to be Hugh Grant. Hugh, Gr- it is Hugh Grant. He has to be like I don't someone. Think Hugh Grant would be that great at being Ludo Bagman. So, but he can Listen, play no, a great the, like the body arrogant person, be, right? Because she explains it as he's like was well, this great athlete that you can tell is like let, let himself, himself go. go. Yeah, but like think of Neville. They like put a fat suit on the poor kid. I forgot about that. So I mean. They didn't always put a fat suit on them. They I think give it, them bug teeth. I think shoes. it was. They I needed that on. glow up, to, y'all. I need to Google Hugh Grant to make sure that they this is who I'm glow. thinking of. Speaking, did you guys see on Instagram how yes, it trolled is him? He trolled so him. Good. Dude, speak and you know, for yourself. And we've been, he ain't wrong. He's not wrong. He's not what wrong. are we talking about? When uh, Tom Felton posts that picture about aging's a beep. And, and Matthew Lewis is like, speak for, for yourself. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like shirtless with a puppy or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, we all know so- how attractive Matthew Lewis is. Hey. So, yeah, I, as essential as Ludo Bagman is to the plot of this movie, he doesn't exist. Hudo? Hudo? Me no no. Who dat? Who dat? Ludo, Ludo. So the the twins don't lose their money, but actually it's never talked about that they have all the savings to begin with. So like that doesn't really change the plot at all. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's no like blackmailing going on. And then obviously like. That we know of. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So like his entire part in this is just gone. So we also don't see good old Percy. Throughout the entire film, he there's no mention of Percy's new job as Crouch's assistant um, or his hero worship of Crouch. Uh, this also means that all the subsequent stories involving Percy's estrangement from the family is omitted. 
So I, that's interesting. I actually didn't think about that. So he, I mean, like Percy kind of comes back in the later films, but not to the not no. to the effect that he had in the earlier ones, but right? Let's 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 be real. His parts in the earlier ones even weren't big. No, they weren't. And the fact that they omitted him from as we, this movie, as we wanted them to be, right? You know what I mean? He's so essential, especially in book one and two. Right. The parts should have been so much bigger. Like, I know the trio is like a huge deal, and I know Neville is a huge deal, and I know that the twins are a big deal. But Percy, to me, is just a, as big of a role as Neville and the twins. I would, yeah, I yeah. agree with Do that. Do you know well, what I mean? You don't really get like the redemption arc that you get no. in the book. Um, in the movie, you don't if you if you aren't really paying attention, you don't see it at all. Really, it's so sad because that was yeah. such a huge deal for the Weasley yeah. family. Because when you look at them, you think, oh, you know, they're great. There's no nothing going on when you watch the movies. But really, like they go through their own struggles aside from being, you know, thrown within this war. Just, yeah, it bothers me. So yeah, I, that kind of makes me sad because like Sarah said, it doesn't really give us a chance to see his character develop like at all past Prisoner. Like there's just no more development for him. Not the movies. Um, so also because Ludo isn't in the movie, he also doesn't give Arthur Weasley the tickets for the top box. Arthur just actually... Arthur's not even in the top box in the movie. He's just like at the top and it's made to seem like that's a bad spot. When in reality, in the book, they kind of made it seem like the higher you were going up, the better your seats were. Well, I don't know why you would want to sit on the bottom row if you're watching people fly on brooms. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what would you want that for? Yeah, for sure. Um, And also, Winky and Dobby are completely omitted from this movie, which does cause some continuity mistakes later on with Dobby. Um... Winky, we can kind of do without. I mean, I like her character, but I can... Oh! Unpopular opinion. I don't care for either one. Well, I know you don't care about house elves. I mean, I don't mind Winky. It's just like, she doesn't... I don't think that she's essential. She's not. And I can understand why they cut her. She's not, but still... Kind of takes away Winky. from the, the, the little like, bit of the. It might be. It was probably difficult for history them to act it. to a tennis ball, you know. True. Sometimes. Well, if you think, I mean, mm. they've done a lot of CGI up till this point, but maybe they just like they were just thinking about all the work that it would take. Yeah. Well, they completely threw it away in five. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's some things they did right. They made a giant mistake. <laughs> also, it's not that bad. Sorry. I mean. Whatever. Also, a difference is the mascots at the Quidditch World Cup. So we do see the leprechauns, but they're like super minimal. We don't really see mention of like the gold that they drop in the crowd. You just see them for like a couple seconds forming a bigger leprechaun in the air. Yeah. And then you don't see Vila at all. So that is completely cut out. Yeah. What an interesting Vila right there. Fleur? No, right there. Oh, Tiffany? Yeah. That's her Vila. That's right. That's why you feel your that hair way. looks luscious. That's today. why you feel the way you feel right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. In your society of the Reformation of Hag shirt. Are you a hag or are you a Vila? Are you part of both? I'm both. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So you're all welcome for that, by the way. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, lastly, for me, anyway. For who? For me. 
Mr. Weasley <laughs> has to wake the family up in the book, and Harry, Harry and Hermione, after hearing the attacks outside, because they've all fallen asleep before they started. After this, Harry, Ron, and Hermione get separated from Fred, George, and Ginny, and they run into the woods where they run into Draco, and then they run into students from Bobaton, and then they mm-hmm, see Winky. Mm-hmm. All of that is basically omitted. Yep. So what happens is, like, they wake up, stuff's already going on, you can, like, tell that there's, like, fires outside. Mm-hmm. and They don't wake up, they're just partying. And then Mr. Mr. Weasley comes in, and he's oh, like, right, yo. they're doing the crumb, crumb, It's crumb. not the Irish. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I can at least speak for my Irish people that oh surround me. We like to party. Literally. We like to, to party. party. <laughs> we, like, we like to party. So then they run into the woods. They don't run into Draco. They don't run into Bobaton students. They obviously don't run into Winky, but they do. Um, Harry and Harry gets separated from loses Ron glasses, and Hermione. Right? And he, yeah, he loses his glasses, goes back to try and find them, and like gets trampled on it. And almost, it's like he gets knocked out. And then he wakes up again, and he sees Barty Crouch Jr., but he doesn't know who that is, casting the Mosmodva spell. Um, and then he ends up like finding Harry or Hermione and Ron find him, and then they get attacked with the stupefies. And it's not in the woods; it's just in the middle of the campground. And Barty so. Crouch Sr. talks really fast. He does. <laughs> it's like does. you don't need to rest your lines. Time for that yellow. Hello, yellow. Hello. Uh, the fact that Harry lost his wand is like totally not a thing. Cool. True. Mm-hmm. Um, in the movie, Barty Crouch Jr., as Meg said, is clearly seen casting the dark mark. So we kind of have an identity, but we don't really know who he is yet. But still, like in the book, it's a complete mystery until the very end. Um, also in the film, the mark was cast after the Death Eaters destroyed the campsite as a sign of the Death Eaters' work. However, in the book, it was cast to scare away the Death Eaters for disloyalty to you-know-who. Also, because we see Barty Crouch Jr., we also, like, learn of his one little mannerism that he has with, yes. like, his mouth. And that is what, like, kind of gives us clues throughout <clears throat> throughout the movie that Moody that was, um, is Judy. That's what David Tennant just did. He, like, did that himself? Yeah. That's cool. That's what I've read. Am I wrong on that? And like that right there is the epitome of like needing it to be a film. In the film, you need to like guide the person through, right? In the book, it's like you got to wait till the end to find out the end to find out the end game of everything. Well, but like it also you you since you have more details in a book, they're able to give you tiny little nuggets of like here's like a Mm. clue. If you read back, you're like, oh, I get it now. Like that's how he did this. Mm -hmm. Or in the movie, it's just visual yeah clues. i yeah. think i think that's right that he he did that i think i remember hearing that yeah um so we I have believe you it's like one of those improvised things like uh malfoy's or line read and, yeah i didn't read improv yep um <laughs> so since harry never lost his wand that means barty crouch never stole it in oh. the film um so we never got the whole connection of like Barty Crouch was there in the top box with Winky under an invisibility cloak. Right. Also, Spew. Nope. Not, not a thing. <laughs> Apparently, Hermione does not care about house elves because <laughs> that is completely left out of the movies. Yep. Um, in the book, Mrs. Weasley gives Ron his dress robes before the start of term. But in the movie, he gets them in the Great Hall delivered to him and thinks that it's Ginny's dress. 
which that's an okay change to me. Although in the no, book, in the book he does say, "Mom, I think that you oh, gave me Jenny's dress." Yeah, but he doesn't in the movie. He doesn't say he'll just go Starkers, and they should have kept that in. <laughs> um, Colin and Dennis Creevy are not in this film, and instead they use Nigel Wolpert, who he comes back in the oh, fifth yeah, one, Nigel, because he's in uh, Dumbledore's army. Yes, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> what in the world? Why why do this though? That seems that that's one of those things like I said before, you know, movies for movie's sake, whatever. That's one of those things I'm like, but why? So that they can cast one person instead of two? But okay, maybe omit Dennis because he didn't really add that much. But why why not just keep Colin? I agree. Yeah. They should have just kept Colin the whole time because they already cast him. I wonder what was going on with him. I wonder if he couldn't. Yeah, maybe. That's a good point. In that case, I'll let it go. Otherwise, R.I.P. <laughs> it's not funny. Oh, this is the only Harry Potter movie not to feature Dame Judy Judy Julie Walters. Oh, that's Mrs. Weasley. Why are you looking at me? She's like not that? in this movie. <gasps> no. no. Oh my God, you're right. Wait, what? Literally, all of us stopped and were like, "Hold on." She's not in the movie. Where was she? Well, she was supposed films. to give Ron his dress robe. What else did she make that year? I don't, I don't know. Well, take to the internet. Come on, Ravenclaw. Um, what so year was this? 2003, 4? Why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> um, so another instance where Peeves is, you know, completely left out because at the beginning of the book, when they first arrive at school, he's throwing water balloons at them all. Yes. <laughs> and uh, the sorting ceremony... Oh, and they see the sorting ceremony for the new first years, which I think this is the first time Harry's seen it since his own, right? Yes. Yep. Um, and then lastly for me right now, in the book, the Sorting Hat sings a new song about the history of Hogwarts and the Founders, which would have been really cool to hear, but we didn't even hear the first one, so <laughs> why add the next one? She was in several things between Prisoner of Azkaban and Order of the Phoenix. She was in... Was Mamma Mia one of them? <laughs> no, Mickey Boo and Me, <laughs> Calendar Girls... Uh, deleted scenes was a short video ahead of the class which was a tv movie wawa driving lessons acorn antiques the musical which was a video sally lockhart mysteries the ruby in the smoke i've TV seen none movie. of these things masterpiece classic the tv series a lot of them are british things driving lessons rupert grant was in i think Correct. with her i own that movie um jake's progress original start of video short and then becoming jane oh she's mrs austin that was a good that was not a good, every time that I was wa- a big like, movie. A little tangent. Every time I watch like a Pride and Prejudice thing or read it, like the mom is so irritating, but I love watching Pride and Prejudice. And yeah. So, I mean, that's the whole part of the story. Yeah. What's that? Someone in uh, Mia in the chat said only Arthur shows up at the end for the tri- or for the third task, right? But that made me think. So he we just finished the crowd. reading this book. He was in the crowd, yeah. We didn't get that moment between Mrs. Weasley and Harry. No. We yeah. didn't get that moment of no. Harry's. The hug. You get it right. You, you get it later in five, though. You get it in five. Yeah, we didn't get that Not moment. The of Shut up, Megan. The Weasleys <laughs> coming to support Harry for. I mean, okay, if Arthur was in the crowd, but they didn't do anything with that. Like, okay, maybe you saw him in passing, yeah. but there was no like sweet moment. Like Harry does have a family, you know. It's so sad. Yeah. Hey, Sarah. It's my turn. Blue. Blue. 
That means you. Alright, so we see, you know, the arrival of the students from Durmstrang and Bobatan. They occur on the 30th month of October, not on the 1st of September, as in the movie. Um, Padma Patil, identical twin of Pavarti Patil, is in Ravenclaw. Not in Gryffindor, but in the movie, they're both in the same. You only see them for like you know, five minutes total. I don't know why they put them both in Griff. I think it was just easier for them to, like, not have the whole storyline. I don't know. How hard is it to throw someone in different robes? Maybe she was like, you know what? I am truly a Ravenclaw, and I don't appreciate that the colors are wrong, so no, thank you. Maybe. Um, Oh, shoot. What was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say the girl who plays Padma tweeted because she finally got her her Funko Pop for Padma was released and she was very excited about when it. When was that? Like today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on Twitter today. What is it? Is she like, in oh, dress robes? She's like it's in her she's in her um Yule Ball mm-hmm. outfit, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um so this um what am I trying to think of? The charismatical creatures students favorite Creature was not in the movie. We did not see Blasphemous Fruits. On it, honestly, mm. I don't think they knew how to make them. You're probably right. Yeah. I think it would have taken too much time. It's not really essential, but they got their heyday in Orlando. But maybe that would have brushed them up to do Grop. Rainbow butthole. Stop <laughs> saying the b-hole. <laughs> it's not a swear. Yeah, but it's inappropriate. <laughs> it's weird. Ew. Um, and we, neither did the fourth year divination classes. Um, and then Malfoy as a ferret scene is very extended in the film. Also, I think it's in a different location. Oh, well, maybe it's, it's in like, like a little courtyard area. Yeah. I just never pictured it that when I'm reading a, it in the books. Was it in a hallway? I think it was. Okay. So like, I don't picture it outside. Yeah, they really played that up. Yes. We know how I feel about that. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. In the film, Moody demonstrates the three unforgivable curses on a single spider, ultimately killing it. In the book, he uses a different spider for each one. Mm-hmm. And later, it is also shown using the imperious curse on students, despite it being illegal to do, in order to teach them how to overcome its effects. I also just recently read somewhere, someone I think posted in our group, and it was one of those things like that you see on the internet where someone's like, do you ever think of the fact like there were students walking by that classroom and all of a sudden they hear a vada cadabra and they're like, oh, oh my gosh, geez. <laughs> I'd like, run. Stay away from his class today. Honestly, <laughs> goodness. Um, Mana Maxime is said to be the same height as Hagrid while in the, fi- um, in the movie she's noticeably taller. Way taller, which is saying something. Yes. Um, and then the film implies that the Durmstrang is an all-boys school and Bobatons is all-girls. <coughs> um, but, however, in the book, they um, you see that they're mixed gender schools as a boy is shown in Bobatons and a girl is shown in Durmstrang. And then neither school does any um, presentation when they arrive. So, no. <gasps> I love that, though. <gasps> that is one <gasps> part of the movie. I think because I like the noise. I like the noise, too. <laughs> um, I don't remember seeing a... Uh, Dormstrang girl. I don't either. I don't either. So I was like, mm. but I know that there was a, there was Can like a few confirm? boys in Bobatons. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, huh? And also, like we know, um, they don't really say it in the movie, but in the book, it's oh, like, oh wait, it seems like there's more people than just the ones that came. Oh, that she's no. This person saying in the books, they're both. What? So, she, so we wouldn't have seen a girl in Dormstrang in the movie, is what this person's saying. 
I took it the wrong way. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So no. So Durmstrang is an all boys school. Is that what you're saying? In the movie. Durmstrang. But I don't think we even hear any hide mention hide or hear hide or hair. I know for sure there's boys in in, Bo- in Bobaton. Yes. 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 I just don't think we hear well, anything about any females being in Durmstrang. 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 So. All right. Well. Cockroft does seem gender biased. You're correct, Carly. Thank you. I agree. From the Discord. I mean, I feel (laughs) like if you are part of a group that hates people, like, because basically, you know, they're, they're, uh, are they racist? Is that the right term? Because they're hating people for their blood, not specifically for what race they are. But I guess, I don't think it's a far fetch for them to also be sexist, you know? How would you say that if, if, uh, a term for not liking a bloodist. Thanks, Tam. Yep. People. Are we coining that then? I, I mean, it's, it's a direct it's a direct correlation to racism. And yeah. like she said that. Bloodist. But I, I'm a purist. I like that. Bree said purist. purist. Yeah, so that's purist. probably good. Yeah. Just, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Classist. Classist. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. They are like no wolves. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I think it's time for a uh, yeah, let's short uh, make break. This not so heavy. You want to have some tea? No. Oh, I do. And Me I too. want to have some with plum deluxe teas. So we had the opportunity to drink some of these teas and they are delish. I actually got myself a little, what do you call it? Deeper? Infuser. 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 Whatever. It's a uh, Loch Ness Monster because uh, hashtag Nessie lives. Um, So I'm excited to drink some even more loose leaf tea. So you can use our link to join the tea club. I just want to say that my favorite thing about these teas is that like you don't even need to sweeten them. No, you need nothing in them. They're so good. Mm-hmm. That's the best kind. I agree. So if you do use our link, um, we can get credit for it, which is super appreciated. And it will be in the description of this pod and on our social media. So it's $10 or $16 a month, depending on which one you choose. Yes. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. You do. But <laughs> I just created this really <laughs> awesome new thing for our Instagram called a link tree. So I put the link tree in our description and it ha- and then takes you to a website that has links to everything that we talk about. Mm. So it has a link to our website, a link to subscribe to us on iTunes, a link for the Plum, uh, Plum Deluxe Club, a link for Audible, a link for all of our social medias that you're allowed to follow us on, all of that kind of stuff. So if you go on there, Plum Deluxe is a link on our link tree. Go to the link tree for tea leaves. Yeah. (laughs) So you can either get one or two teas per month and they send you organic fair trade handmade blends of loose leaf tea. Plum Deluxe um, sent us some tea and like I said, it's amazing and you get free shipping on all purchases and special discounts as a member and you can cancel at any time, but you're not going to want to. That's my favorite thing, though, when a company gives you the option to cancel. It's not like a lock-in thing. Yeah. It just feels, I don't know, it just feels like you're not trying to trap me. It's like, if you like my product, you're going to buy it again. If you don't, okay. Yeah. I just really love... 
2013. I can't wait to try the smoky one. Yeah, they sent us a smoky chai. Yeah, I'm going to try it. Chai. Today's show is also brought to you by Audible. I legitimately love Audible. They have all the Harry Potter books on there. They have Ooh, some shade thrown at Wizard and Gold. You don't get the audiobooks on Wizarding World Gold. I will you say only that. get my mind. I do enjoy that when you get all of the um Yeah, but you, you get don't all the really. Yeah. But you don't really. Did you see how it works? It's ridiculous. Back to Audible though, because they have all of them and then went with Audible you download it and then you get to keep it, even if you cancel Audible, which is awesome. Once it's yours, it's yours, period. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have a ton of audiobooks, and what I really like because I've been super into reading on my Kindle lately, and you can like if you download a Kindle book, it automatically tells you if there's a Audible book available, and you can like automatically download both. So when you download the Kindle, you can download the Audible version of the book as well. I like that. So that is cool. Uh, and if you go to audible.com/swishflickcast. They will give you a 30-day trial membership, which includes one free audiobook. And on top of all the seven Harry Potter books, they also have the Fantastic Beast book, which is narrated by good old Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead. Coral. Oh, wait. No, it's not. It's narrated by Newt's commander. Rick Grimes does Quidditch Through the Ages. Yes. He's also in Lobby, actually. Yeah, he is. But... Oh, Yeah. You know, Rick Grimes. Yeah, there he is, Carly. There he is. Look at all those scars on his face. He's no longer on it. But anyway, History of Magic in a behind-the-scenes audiobook with Dan Fogler. And um, I love Audible for long drives. I don't have as long of a drive to work anymore, so I don't really get to listen to books as much as I used to. But now Katie does. I do. I like do. I listen to books all the time, so I listen on my drive. Alexa. I listen. Oh, sorry, that may have turned some people's legs. <laughs> Tell me if it did. Um, and then I listen on when I'm not listening to podcasts. I listen on my planning period. And right now I'm reading um, Ron. Yeah, audiobooks aren't my thing. I can't pay attention to them. I I understand that. I have to be in the mood, but I'm usually in the mood too. But if you want to go pick your free audiobook, just head on over to audible.com forward slash swish flick cast. Awesome. Let's go. Back to Fleur Delacour. So let's talk about Fleur or Floor, as some other people say. Um, as part Vila, we don't know. Not in the movies, at least. Um, probably because like the Vila and the explanations about Vila are completely like not present in the movie. So why would they go out of their way to be like, she's Vila? You know True. what I mean? So, um, do you know what I really missed from the book in the mm. movie was the weighing of the wands. Um, you know, it just would have been like a cool thing. They get the picture in the closet. Yeah. I just broom covered. Like they talk about how her wand has like a Vila hair, you know? Like it yeah. Been, it would have been an easy place to put in that information. From the head of her grandmother. I bet they, I bet they've, film that i wonder uh, yeah i wonder well, i wonder where we can find out like all that information about like what what didn't make it should have asked stan <sighs> if he goes to leaky con next year we'll ask yeah him. we'll send him a tweet <laughs> like what's up so um fred and george aren't the only students to try to get past the age line around the goblet of fire angelina johnson does enter her name in the goblet um 
Well, the, she didn't have to circumvent the age line. She was of age. No, I know. But yes, she, yeah. She went. You really only see her when he asked her to the dance, right? I almost said to the prom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when Harry's name comes out of the Goblet of Fire, Dumbledore remains <laughs> very calm. And he Does asks he? Harry if he did it. To which Harry just replies, no. However. <laughs> I like that scene, though. I like when they, his friends are trying to nudge him because he's, like, not getting up. And they're like, no, dude, you have to get up. Like, yeah. you can't just sit here. Yeah. Harry says no instead of fearing for his very life. Right. <laughs> he just wants to, like, sink into the shadows and never come out. No. So, like, it's just, it's hilarious to me that, like, that this part is what people well, remember the, thing, the most though, the whole calmly thing is not from this scene it's when the next scene when he is in the room with everyone else that is in the room now when he first stands up though because they pick it out in the great hall and then the next scene is them in the room and he's yelling at him so what are you saying what are you what are you saying it's after it's like not right after he the name comes out of the gavel you get what i'm saying it comes out he talks to him Mm-hmm. Then he goes into the room, and then that's when the whole calmly thing happens. Yeah. Which doesn't bother me. Um, so another thing is Draco and the other Slytherins, they support Cedric, not Crumb, um, in the books. Constant vigilance, the phrase that Moody often says, isn't there in the movie. Um, and Rita Skeeter's role is pretty much, like, it's diminished a lot from what it was it's so big in the book and you know she's she's here and you know doing Rita Skeeter stuff but it's not as prevalent as it was in the book um without any details about her being a an unregistered animagus so god I never realized that before you don't even know of Hermione's uh Slytherin tactics right Meg sad (laughs) sad I mean, it would have been awesome. It would have been epic. Um, Charlie's appearance during the preparations for the first task is not there, as well as his congratulations to Harry at the end of the task. For the first task, that is. I'm just saying, can you envision the end of Goblet? Like, the last scene is them all, like, looking out over that little balcony, and, like, Hermione says something along the lines of, like... It's never going to be the same again, is it? Or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's like that, like, music, and it makes it look all, like... Like, they look happy at that moment, but, like, they know that things are different. Yeah. How cool would it have been? How cool? They're standing out there, they're having their moment, Yeah. and Hermione whips out a jar with a beetle in it and is like, by the way, this is Rita Skeeter. And then throws it. (laughs) I think a lot of people would have been really offended if they'd not read the books, to be honest with you. What, that Rita Skeeter was in the jar? That Hermione did that, yes. Oh, yeah. I Maybe. don't know about that. But I think that that would have been hilarious. And then it just would have, like, end scene. Like, that's it. You can't kill Rita, though. She didn't kill her. <laughs> oh, she, I, was, said she, she I said she did. Yeah. set her free. The Gryffindor said to kill her. I'm sure as I soon as that glass I said it, hit the ground, the beetle would have flown away. <laughs> transformed back into Rita and all would be well. Yeah, that's not how transfiguration works. I can't get my foot right. Actually, maybe the spell that Hermione put on the glass would make it not break. In which case... She doesn't have to throw it. It's fine. Yeah. No, but but she could have whipped it out and been like, this is Rita. Okay, end scene. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) People would have been like, what? (laughs) 
who's Rita? And then the end credits would have said, read the last chapter of the book. No bugs were harmed during no, the no making bugs were of this film. <laughs> um, so in the book, um, Hermione doesn't visit Harry in the tent prior to the first task. And um, so Rita Skeeter's romantic like comments about them and writing, um, they come from like interviewing Colin Creepy. Which Colin's in this movie. Whoa. It's green again. <sighs> okay. So Harry in the first task gets by the horn tail by like actual cleverness and strategy in the book. He like has a plan and he does it and he gets the egg. Whereas in the movie with some help. They well yeah, with some help. <laughs> I mean he has help with everything. <laughs> No offense, Harry, but it's true. He goes on this miraculously dramatic chase around all of Hogwarts, destroys half of the castle, and then gets the egg. It's it's good for movie. But isn't this too when like three D movies started becoming more of a thing now? Was this in three D? I think I don't know. I think I know a lot of movies were like you can watch if they're filmed to be a 3D movie, stuff like that. Like, they're popping out. Seven, I think, was... Or, no, no. I don't know. I think part Seven one was... and two were the first ones that went into theaters with the 3D option. Here's I know th- part two was. I saw it in 3D in theaters, but... Here's the thing with 3D. It's done. And movie makers should have known this when they did, like, Jaws 3D. Just don't do it. You went through it in the 80s, and it sucked then. Yeah, it's a different kind <laughs> so, of 3D, though. It, it's still not good though. I don't. I don't watch them. I have never better. liked 3D movies. It's not good. I, I mean, just don't like how even because I don't personally like 3D movies. And when you're watching the movie, you're like, oh, that part was just put in there for the 3D effect. That's yeah. that's why I think Boldy Bits was a thing, and that's why it really irritates me is because you did it for a movie fad experience, and I'm I don't appreciate you changing that so much because. Harry even thought in Seven that he died and had a body and was dead laying there just like a real human would be because he was a real human and he wasn't the master of death and I'm he wasn't boy. invincible. And I don't like that. I don't and either. That's my soapbox about Voldy Bits and I won't talk about it again for a while. For a little bit. A couple episodes. Give me a little bit. Maybe a couple minutes. We'll <laughs> see how it goes. Um. Harry and Ron spend a lot more time in the book as well trying to figure out who they're going to ask to the Yule Ball. But again, like, I get why they changed that. It doesn't need to be drawn out. They figured it out. They got dates. End of story. Whatever. Um, Draco goes to the ball with Pansy and Seamus goes to the ball with Lavender. Lavender. Which we don't see at all, really, I don't think. Um in the movie. I can't wait to read about some lab laugh. Oh, I can wait. Come yeah. on. <laughs> She's so annoying. I love her. Um, and Percy is supposed to be there in place of Mr. Crouch. But again, as we know, Percy didn't exist in Gobble to Fire. So he wasn't there. In the book, Harry and Ron are dumped by their dates and go for a walk around the school grounds where they see Igor Kokoroff showing the dark mark to Snape and then Haggard revealing to Madame Maxime that she's a half giant to which she reacts badly. This whole subplot about Hagrid being a half giant and its implications are not present in the movie at all. Um, Professor Grubbly Plank also is, is is omitted from the film. No see, unicorns. No unicorns. Yeah, dude, you just, just, just missed. Well, we did see one. 
Okay, well, but how cool but did they the put it in the ride and it's not in the movie? I know. I mean, remember when we in the first one? Did you cry at the unicorn? I did. You I cry? Did. I was crying on the ride. Yeah. No. Oh, oh I did. I did. Don't you remember me sitting in that little stinking sidecar? And yeah, I was like, you were crying like the whole time. so good. And also trying not to throw up. So. I cried the yeah. entire time. It went off and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's just how I am on theme parks. So um, in the book, Harry sees Barty on the Marauder, Barty Crouch on the Marauder's map and suspects that it's Barty Crouch Sr. Mm-hmm. You guys on a first name basis. Yep, Barty. <laughs> My good old friend, Barty. <laughs> R.I.P. After this, really? No, not really. Okay. Well, senior. <laughs> I do kind of feel bad for senior. Yeah. So, but junior, no. After this, Moody asks Harry if he can hold on to the map, and Harry agrees. Um, that's in the book. Also, for the second task, Judy, good old Judy, gives Neville the book on aquatic plants so that Harry can learn about gillyweed from him. However, he fails, and then after allowing after allowing dobby to learn of the gillyweed and steal it he gives it to harry but all of the actions by dobby are replaced by neville in the film because as i said before well dobby doesn't exist in this movie yeah and honestly that part that was whatever yeah my god i killed harry potter (laughs) that's a good line that's a good i thought so too oh and when we went to go and meet matthew lewis when he went to steel city con in pittsburgh he said that that is his least favorite one of his like two or three least favorite lines do you remember his others yeah the one that we had him write on the poster that we wanted him to oh sign. you and who you, you and, and who's on me like, he was like so dumb, so dumb. <laughs> i'm like oh i liked it <laughs> it is kind of cheesy it's got a big old cheese factor well yeah but you know movies movies <laughs> movies i mean we liked it enough to ask him to put it on the poster yeah so. true my turn Okay, go ahead. In the book, uh, Crouch Senior doesn't appear as a judge during the second task. Percy goes instead, but does he? But he doesn't in the movie, mm-hmm. so neither does Crouch. So there is no other judge. Right. <laughs> no big deal. Um, Sirius's visit with Harry and Hogsmeade is gone, which is one of my favorite moments in the book. Did you find um, out so much about like the past, like the first Wizarding War, as he's munching on chicken legs? Yeah, oh, he's such a quality pooch, right? In the book, Barty Crouch Sr. was killed because he was able to resist the Imperius curse and he escaped to Hogwarts, trying to warn Dumbledore about Voldemort's plot. Um, But he was intercepted by Judy Mm. and killed before he could do so. Um, Harry and Crumb see Barty Crouch Sr. still alive while they Mm -hmm. go to the edge of the forest to talk talk about Hermione. And then Harry runs to get help. Crumb, Crumb is knocked out. Crouch is killed. And then he's transfigured and buried. Right. That didn't happen. In the movie. No, it was like so. No, you see his body. You see Harry just like stumbles upon him. <laughs> yeah, and he's dead. Like at the end of the second task, isn't it? He's like in his bathing suit, whatever that outfit is that he had on, and he's like, mm. he's walking with Hagrid and Hermione. Yeah. yeah, in the forest, and then Harry kind of like goes off. Like, on his doesn't own. even seem like a forest. It's like. Very it's spaced like out, and you can see yeah. it's like the edge of the yeah. forest. Yeah. Sometimes I like try to think about the concept, like of the land of like Hogwarts and everything, and how everything's laid out. And the movies just totally like mess it up for me. Well, when you get Wizarding Gold, you get a piece of paper that has the her drawing of it on the back of it. Truth. That's cool, but it's still. It's also in little. the movies. Like, it it's been crazy. A lot if they printed it bigger. It's for like us a postcard. Than a five by seven postcard. So, so it's printed on really nice paper, I guess. <laughs> 
All that really gold paper. You better give me some literal gold. I want a gold bar. I want the gold. Give me the gold. Oh, if anybody knows that YouTube video. Oh, God. Um, so also, because of the different circumstances of Crouch's death, Harry never dreams about Voldemort punishing Wormtail, and Fudge never accuses Madame Maxime of being the like- likely culprit because she's a half-giant. Uh, Bellatrix and her husband, Rodolphus, are never shown in any flashbacks. Sad, sad, Dem- sad, sad, because that could have been a good character setup. Mm. Dementors are not in the film. That's not really a sad thing. Um, and also, Barty Crouch Jr.'s supposed death in Azkaban is omitted. So that whole yeah, plot, like- basically the plot of Goblet of oh. Fire. Okay, so I need to ask our listeners so if you're listening to this podcast and you watch the movies before you read the books how shocked were you i want to know what you thought about goblet as a movie without like knowing all the little pieces of the backstory because like as i'm reading this i'm like well how do people know this and how do people know that like how did that connect without knowing these back details well and two with um Crouch. that's crooch that's crouch jr all together crooch <laughs> Like, you, it makes it, the movie makes it seem like he was the only one to torture the Longbottoms, but really we know that, I think the main person was, like, the Lestranges that did it, which you don't hear about until the next. Right. And and then, I mean, obviously, Bellatrix's role is gigantic. Yeah. Like, it would have been cool to, like, but they'd probably, I don't know if they had a cast do, or anything like that, you know? They do mention Bellatrix being the one that tortured Neville's parents, like, at the end of Order, right? Whenever they're like fighting, no, they mention it in four during the trial. Karkaroff says no, it. no, I mean, in, the, in movies. the movies. So Neville brings it up it when um, he's talking yeah. to Harry. When Harry's kind of like, "Get out, so I can smooch," um, <laughs> Joe, because he is. he's looking at a picture of. Um, <laughs> he's looking at a picture. I think it's of his parents, or maybe it's about. He's like, you know, she it's like it's the him. it's the and that's kind of how it's the order, yeah, yes, and that's kind of how he hears about Neville's. That's in five parents. Yes, yes, because yeah. that's when saying. um that's the first time we really hear about all of that. Mr. James Peyton has his yes. uh, role there, and we don't because we don't in the in this movie we don't hear anything about Neville's parents. Yeah, but in the book, right? No, we do hear about it in the trial. Igor Karkaroff says it in, in the, the pensive. But he's talking about the Crouch. Book. I mean, he's yeah, he's talking about Crouch Jr. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't hear it like, we don't have the conversation that Harry has with no. Dumbler is what I'm talking about. Oh, right. No, right, 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 no, right, right. no, no. I know. Okay. I get what you're saying. Um, what also, are we arguing about? <laughs> Crouch's demeanor during the trial is totally different. So in the book, he's literally like sobbing to his dad and then his mom. And in the movie, he's like, hello, father. And they pull him away. That was only after he was outed, though. <sighs> Whatever. He just tries to, like, sneak away. Like, he knows he's about to get outed. He's like, I'm just going to see myself out. And then does his tongue thing. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect, Tiff. Um, and in the pensive, Harry sees three trials. He sees Karkaroff, Bagman, and the other, which is Barty Crouch Jr., Bellatrix, Rodolphus, and Rebastin. The strange. Rebastin? Rebastin. And then lastly, Bill and Molly Weasley attend that third task, not Arthur. Arthur was the only one available for filming. (laughs) We need a Weasley in here. (laughs) When is the first time we see Bill in the movies? Five. 
Mm-hmm. And then he goes rogue. He gets all chewed up. He goes rogue and then becomes General Hawks. They, He's by the, the way, dude. when we do the five comparison, they left out that whole battle at uh, battle at the tower. Five and six are pretty bad, and it and it I, hits me the wrong way. I'm I like you. five and six as movies on their own, but when you're comparing, they're like I think probably the worst. They might be worse. Six than as a movie <laughs> on wonder, its own is amazing. It is. It is. I wonder if they thought. They already had a Gleason in this one. They mm. couldn't get the other one yet. Mm-hmm. They're like, we can't mm-hmm. really put two. We got to start with one, mm-hmm. and then we'll get Bill in. Well, it's not his real name, but when I we were in Florida, I think it was when we were in Florida, and I told your friend that I'm like, yeah, you know, he's also in in Star Wars. He was like, what? He literally almost fell. Not really, but he was like shocked. I was like, how do you how do you not know this? How do you not know that that's him? He's like, oh my god, yeah, like, oh my god. Dude, I think Hux is going to have a giant role in The Rise of Skywalker. I hope he dies. Sorry. That's real morbid. No, I, I'm pretty sure he probably will. But. Talking Star Wars for one second. If he goes to the good side, I will be very unhappy. Mr. Kylo? Yes. Mm. So let's talk about Harry Potter and this goblet of sorts. <laughs> um, Harry Potter and the goblet of sorts. <laughs> in the film, there are no creatures or obstacles in the hedge maze, um, whereas in the book, we see several. Yes. Um, they stand in the way of the cup between Hurry and the cup. Hurry cup. Sorry. I don't know what's wrong with me. Well. Harry meets a sphinx, a blasted and screwed, acromantula, and other obstacles. And then Harry also gets injured in his fight with the acromantula. Mm-hmm. You don't get to see that because there ain't no spiders. Yeah, because when he's tied up at that grave, he's like already hurting his leg. Yeah. Um, and in the books, Cedric gets killed as soon as w- yes. Voldemort and Wormtail come into view. I think he says like one sentence and then he's dead. Yeah. He says something about is this part of the task and then it's like kill the bear, boom, dong. Yeah. Um, in the book, after Voldemort is reborn, he tells Harry about his history, including murdering his father and his mother's um, death during his... Sorry, it sounded like I said he murdered his father and his mother. So he murdered his dad, and then his mother died during childbirth. Correct. Um, and then, obviously, we should all know if you've seen the movies. His um, eyes are red in the book, but in the film, they are blue, because that's the color eyes that uh, Homeboy has. Yeah, but so here's the thing. More emotion, it says, I'm reading your part, into blue than red. I think just having red is, it shows emotion to me. The red eyes, like I feel like anybody just looking at him could feel, you know, the evil. Evil. Honestly, though, but like, here's the thing: like, that's a big deal. And if Jim Carrey can wear full yellow eyes to be the Grinch, you can put on some reds. Just like Dan could put on some green. Well, this is what it says. It well, says, he was allergic, wasn't um, he? Yeah, he had an allergic ones. reaction. <laughs> Um, it says Ray Fiennes was not wearing any makeup to cover up his nose, which if you guys didn't know this, right. um, they edited his nose out because yes. if you've ever seen him, it's not small. It makes it, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't look overly large in his face. He's a good looking fellow. Yeah. Why yeah. didn't oh they just. Oh my gosh, his brother. Not that he's not cute. His brother's so what do you looking. think? They should have just pulled a puffs and put a piece of like medical tape over it. <laughs> no, but yeah. So when uh, he's in, <laughs> so when he's like in full makeup, yeah, he's yeah. 
got a because like otherwise you have to put a whole mask on his face or something. Yes, in order to make the character scarier, the editors just digitally removed the nose, Mm -hmm. and also the red snake-like eyes the novel describes were not added due to the actor's thought that the expression in his eyes would prove a better ideal of Lord Voldemort's insanity and no malignity. No, no. What? How do you say his name? Rafe. 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 Listen. You just didn't want to wear the red. I, I don't you tell I me do tales. Like, don't you tell me tales about I, expression in blue eyes. I do think that <laughs> actors do say like, hey, we probably like, let's try this. Like, that's why the whole Grindelwald 2i thing, because what's his face is like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. Let's add weird whatever. Well, they can do kind of whatever because yeah. we don't know their backstory. But like, yeah. come on. Dude, Grand Budapest no. Hotel is great. Yes, I I would totally be like, nah. I think my eyes are expressive enough because I hate wearing contacts. I also hate wearing glasses. So. I too hate wearing contacts, but but Sasa can't see without her glasses. No. Um. So obviously we know that Voldemort's eyes remain blue for the rest of the films, and you know the rest of Ray Fine's life because <laughs> he's got blue eyes. <laughs> um. The book in Crouch Junior's disguise in the book Crouch Junior's disguise as Alistair Moody wears off since he forgot to take his most recent polyjuice potion dosage due to the excitement of that night's events um, regarding Voldemort's rebirth. When he then reverts back to his original form, he's then subjected to the Veritaserum, where then he is forced to reveal how he got out of Azkaban and how he orchestrated the scheme to resurrect Voldemort. Winky's called. We've asked, not we, she's asked to tell the truth about all the events as well. Um, what I I really like the scene in the movie because he's like you can tell that he's kind of fighting it and I also just like looking at David Tennant's face he's pretty cute I'll show you mine if you show me yours that was such a Give weird line can we talk about that I liked it I, I think it showed his that? like insanity about it was he who, like was he talking to Snape Harry Harry he wanted to see Harry's mark because he knew that he got cut yeah okay you got cut bro I don't. It's. Just, it's I don't know. I liked. I like. It's awkward it. to me too. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, a fan. but I also just like looking at his face. I mean, yeah, but I just. I, just, I kind of just viewed it as this like, um, ins- insanity thing. Like he's clearly lost in his head, and at that moment, he's like, "I want to see that he really cut your arm." But the fact that like Michael Gammon grabs Dan's arm and is like holding it up that but he doesn't wow he doesn't he's in the book too is like here come closer or whatever not come closer but he's not showing it to barty is he i think so i think it happens in the book I think he does it before dumbledore shows up yeah it wasn't like dumbledore was showing i don't know because it, it just felt weird like why would why would dumbledore do that why would dumbledore be like here i was gonna say something i shouldn't but like here, look at this. So you can know that your master like really did. He really took his blood. He's really back. Like that's just like lifting Junior up to me. Like yeah. in th- that in the movie didn't that didn't work for me. Yeah. For me, I think Dumbledore was doing it for cooperation purposes, possibly. Don't care, Megan. <laughs> I'm just saying, like no, I know. like he could have been belligerent about it, and it wasn't worth it to Dumbledore to have him be blabbering on about like I want to see the cut on your arm so that like he can get him to talk. Possible, maybe. So, so the possible. film omits Fudge ordering the Dementors kiss on Barty Crouch Jr. Can Although we talk he really about didn't, come on, but he didn't order it. He just brought the Dementor with him, and the Dementor was like, I don't. <laughs> 
He wasn't like, here, little Dementor, suck his soul. Thanks. He literally just brought his, you know, sucky friend with him. His sucky friend. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> So we don't see that at all. We don't see McGonagall losing her temper with him in the beginning of his doubt of Dumbledore and Harry. These are just such huge it's, pieces. It's such a huge chunk and a setup for the rest of the series. Correct. This yes. this this is oh gosh, especially for five specifically, specifically for the next book. But but honestly, like it's such a huge like, the order's going this way, the ministry's going this way, Voldemort's going this way. This is what he's going to do. You see the divide between Fudge and Dumbledore, and it's very clear. Well, and you know, it's also a great thing to see is all of the people that Harry has you know, grown to respect like McGonagall. He kind of respects Fudge as an authority figure, not really Snape at all and serious. And how now he's seeing how they're all reacting to Dumbledore, who he respects and yeah. like, you know, most out of everyone mm-hmm. and how it's going to, it shows how he's going to feel about, <laughs> it's going to show how he feels about Fudge because he's going away from Dumbledore, but McGonagall, Snape, Serious, they're all like, "Whatever you need me to do." Even the Weasleys are like, "What do you need me to do?" Go get this. So he sees go get all this of these black dog these adults, from my office. Yeah. All of these adults go be do. You know what I mean? Go be do. Go be do. And then Fudge is just fudging around. Yeah. No, honestly, though, like you see, like the it's loyalty that yeah, it's that an important they have setup that we don't see at all. And I also kind of like that you see McGonagall get like mad. Oh, livid! Like. Yeah, it's kind of like scary. Like I always say, like my father's freaking terrifying when he gets mad because it takes him a lot to get mad. So it's like one of those situations where like, but like, yeah, also pretty cool, especially when it's not towards you. Um, so what else? Um, Crouch's junior. We talk about him being kissed by the Dementors. Um, mm-hmm. not back. I mean, we he's we don't see it at all, and we don't really kind of see too much um of fudge's we get to see a little bit of fudge's denial but not not as like crazy as he is in the book yeah um and then the train ride home on the hogwarts express is omitted and with it we don't really get to see um harry giving friend george his money we don't get to see draco and company being oh yeah they get they get uh jinx jinx we don't owe you anything. There are no cokes. No cokes for you. Jokes. Ooh. Jokes over cooks. Um, and we don't see the whole beetle thing with Hermione and Rita Skeeter. And also, can we talk about the fact that we don't get to see Molly Weasley give Harry a hug? He needs a hug. Broski needs a hug. All right. Especially with all his feelings. Hugging is after, important. Like the way that she described how he felt for days, a week. Not had not smiled. Let's talk about. Well, we're going to talk about this when we get to the next book. But the fact that he went for what two months of his summer break without talking to anybody really, and he went through like major things. Like I've seen people die in front of me, but not in the way that it happened to him, Mm -hmm. and it affected me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like I can't imagine what he's going through. It's like what a soldier goes through. Like that's traumatic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he gets no support. Nope. And then people wonder why he's like so angsty in the next movie. I would be too, or book. Yeah, I mean, once you read these up against each other and you talk about it the way that we've talked about it, because reading five, I was always like, oh, caps lock, Harry, angsty Harry. 
no it's it's actually yes it's all caps harry and yeah there's a little angst there but this is ptsd Mm -hmm. harry Mm -hmm. this is real um portrayal of how joe has felt yeah i think that reading this as a reading order as a kid you find harry annoying oh Mm -hmm. i love this book Um, but reading harry in order as an adult you more so understand where he's coming from and there have been a lot of people Mm -hmm. that have it might have been on instagram or in the facebook group or twitter and maybe in discord i don't know but a lot of people like still have said that they like don't like order the phoenix they don't like how harry Mm -hmm. is and it's like Mm -hmm. you gotta give him you got to give him a chance. So mark my I mean, reason why. Well, Listeners, I think that I always I, like people to take a step back and look at it from a different perspective. You know, mm-hmm. so when you were reading it as a kid, I always loved this book. This was always my favorite book. Um, Order. Yes. So I, um, you know, now that I'm older, can see it from a different perspective where like he's struggling and he's been through a lot of unfortunate things. So go on, Tiffany. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, I was just going to tell the listeners like. If, if you feel like going into five and you haven't read it in a minute or you haven't read it as an adult um, after you listen to all of the Goblet episodes, I guarantee you a lot of you will change your mind about how, A, you feel about the book and B, how you feel about Harry in this book. I guarantee it. I think, yeah. I think Mark so my words. 8.08 yeah. p.m. on November 21st, 2019. Tiffany O'Malley told you that you would change your mind. Future people. I think people just did. forget what he went through. You know what I mean? Because you were at, like, I know for me, I started reading the books right before the first movie came out. Like, that, I tried, like, the year and a half before then and then didn't get into it. So, like, I read one, two, three, and four, and then I had to wait. So it's almost like, and I don't really, now I kind of reread books sometimes, but I never did when I was a kid. Um, so it had been a while. So I had kind of forgotten. That's and all a, I did as You know, a as a kid, as a 12-year-old, 13-year-old, whenever the fifth book came out, I did not, I don't think I could grasp what really happened to Harry in the fourth book. Yeah. For me to understand what he was going through in the fifth. But again, that was always my, I loved the fifth book. Minus Umbra. She's a horrible person, but. Well, yeah. She's not great. So we have the that was lightning that was lightning bolts lightning bolt round katie uh first one from gabrielle is what's your review of disney plus (laughs) um do you want real talk right now because i've been getting up early to do the dishes and watch lizzie mcguire by myself (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) real talk from a 31 year old woman Okay, I've never seen Lizzie McGuire. Meg Meg made me watch the first episode. I'm like, whatever. I laughed so much. Like, it's I, funny. I have to eat all my words. It the, ended, and she was like, wow, this is funny. And you, I'm like, yeah, it's funny. And they're going to have Gordo on the reboot. Did you pick up on Matt calling somebody a muggle? We haven't watched that one yet, but ah! yeah, he does. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it sucks. <laughs> I love Disney+. Plus. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's fan- there's a couple of things that I really wish they had. Like they need to have continue my continue watching. watching. Mm-hmm. They're they need, working on that. They need to run the episodes like so you can actually binge instead of having to click the next one. These are completely like not legitimate problems. But like but when you're <laughs> used, but when you're used to it on Netflix and Hulu, yeah. you expect it. And because yeah. we've had those for so long, their expectations. I will yeah. say though, on so Hulu, I, isn't it like five minutes? Not really. Okay, not five I'm minutes, not into but it Hulu. Feels- I do not like Hulu. 
See, I don't mind it because Bridget pays for it to not have Lord. commercials. And I only watch one show. I watch New Amsterdam on Hulu. That's the only thing I watch on Hulu. Um, and we're not going to do Mandalorian spoilers on this podcast no, because that's great. not fair. And it, But I will say I really enjoy it. I'm going to spoil it right now. You Guess better what? not. It's in the Star Wars universe. Oh, my gosh. You're like a terrible person. Hey, I, hey, no, no. Genuinely really like it. Let's so get far. some shows. 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 Um, shows. I started watching Doug again. Forgot that one. I didn't even know that. Oh man! I forgot that he uh, was twelve years old when it started, and I've only watched two episodes so far. But there's like callbacks to other shows, and I was like, "How did I like?" I think I was just too young to really grasp them as a kid. I need to watch it. And now I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" I'm like, "That's so good." I have a question. Started watching Gargoyles. How many how many seasons of Lizzie McGuire are there? Because there's only two on there right now. There's, there's got to be, be more than that. There's more than two seasons, right? Discord. They'll probably add them. Tell me. Um, I'll look. But up. in real time life, like when it first aired, there was more than two seasons. There had to have I been. Think. Right? I also want to say that I really, as somebody who loves the Disney parks, I absolutely adore the Imagineering story. I need to watch that. So Very good. Yeah. So good. They remastered footage from like the 50s and 60s of Walt. Oh my god, it's so good. They like colorized a bunch of the... F- oh my god. I think there's only it's, two seasons. Like literally it's so good. Sorry. I want to watch that, but yeah. So but good. yeah, she said there literally is only two seasons. But there's like yeah. however many episodes in each season. It's more like than normal. three years worth, though. It was only on three years. I feel like she grew up so much in that show. I know. And it was only three years. Um, but 65 people... episodes. Well, that's not bad. Carly says that it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it's very rare. <laughs> so amazing. It's um, a good Disney do, show. Really? Do you want to know what else for? I'm sad about? The fact that PB&J Otter's not on there. <laughs> I don't Roly know what Polioli. that is. <laughs> or Roly Polioli. He's small and short and round. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> You don't know what PB and J otter is? I don't know what that is. Is either. it a peanut butter and jelly otter? No, I don't it's know. otters. It's a whole family of otters, and one is named peanut butter and one is named jelly. Okay. Or peanut butter and jelly. There's three of them. The one's named and? No, peanut butter jelly. Oh, God. I've watched Winnie the Pooh. And they have a peanut butter jelly song. Four times already? Five, maybe? God, we watch it every day. I did. It's just, I love it. Because she asked yes, for it. There they are. Oh, yeah. I love that. I, n- I never watched them, but I know who they are. Oh yeah, and I've been, I've been semi binging the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Great. I still haven't watched the episode with Cassie the bird because it's gonna make me cry when I watch it. So, okay. It, oh, you we, should have Alana watch it. It's so good. Oh, Encore is really so. good if you like musical theater. I like it a lot. I watched one episode of that. I watched the Beauty and Encore. the Beast one. Did we watch anything else on that? Encore yet? just takes. They'll go. To, they went to high schools where the one they did ten years mm-hmm. ago in two thousand and seven. Mm-hmm. This one high school, I think in Texas, did Beauty and the Beast. So they got all the people that were in it um, mm-hmm. to come back, and they have a week to rehearse, and they do it again. Oh. But they bring in like people from Broadway, like to do choreography and to like do the music and to like do their lines. And they even brought um, this one woman who played. Um, Belle, it was, it was, it was so good. They did Annie, but I didn't watch the one cause I don't really want to watch Annie. No, it just cause it's not my thing, but I liked Beauty and the Beast, but it was so good. That I sounds awesome. It. Yeah. It was like getting me a little choked up. I was, when I was watching it, but I'm a crier. So. We should, um, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny wants to know best mullet in the movie. Ron. None of them. Fred or George. 
Hermione. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, just, none of them. I the literally like now that, especially that I know how to cut hair. Business in the front. Ugh, I just, just I envision myself taking Body my shears. Body in snip, the back. Snip, snip, snip. Body in the back. Gabrielle asks, while Voldy was on his monologue about his life story after Harry destroyed. After Harry destroyed him, he never mentioned the diary or Chamber of Secrets in the movie or the book, so did Lucius give the diary to Ginny all on his own? Also, how come if Dumbledore didn't know, Lucius didn't mention this? I think, I, I think uh, Malfoy just did that to stir up some I agree. stuff, it's just like he did at the cup. Yeah. They they didn't do that because they knew Voldemort was like potentially coming back. They did that to stir up some stuff. Yeah, I think he just thought it was dark, like a dark book. Yeah, like a um, cursed book. He didn't know... Exactly. You know, that part of his Lord and Savior was in the book. Yeah, because he would have never put it. He would have been like, I mean, Dumbledore. This is what he would be like, hey, Lord, what's up? It would have been like a whole texting thread. He'd be writing in the journal every day. So he, uh, Dumbledore even says he would have never treated it so carelessly had he known what it actually was. So um, I think he just did it to start some, you know, some stuff. Uh, Carly asks, if they make a Cursed Child movie, do you think they will just make it like everyone has read all the books or they will have to fill in the gaps left by this movie. I think if they, I don't think they would actually make like a movie. I think if it ever came to like a Blu-ray, it would be literally just a film of the show. Yeah, that's what they should do. Honestly, but they, like, they yeah. did Shrek. I know they filmed that. I hate that musical. <gasps> I love it. I hate it. I'm I so, love I'm it. Sorry. So I'm sorry to anybody who likes it. I just, I, I, I don't hate it for, for, for the content. I can't look at Shrek. <laughs> Can't just like just, yeah, I look love the songs are so good. Um, I enjoy it, but yeah. So I don't know if they'd actually make it like a film. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's too there's too much that goes into a film rather than you know what I just mean. Just filming it on stage. Yeah, yeah. Side note, Carly, I love the musical Cats. I can't Never wait for that it. to come out. It's so good. <laughs> I, I heard I here. heard there was a new trailer last night. Well, oh, movie, really? The movie yeah. looks semi scary. Twitter blew up last but night. <laughs> the actual musical is amazing. I love Into the Woods. Into the Woods. Into the Woods. All right. Gabrielle asks, "What kind of tea or brand of tea do you recommend for insomnia?" Sleepy time. Yeah. Do you drink a nice chamomile, chamomile with spearmint. Sleepy no time. regular chamomile. If you do chamomile lavender scented things, regular. that helps you relax. Mm. You lavender. Can get lavender infused pillows, I believe, or just, or just get a lavender spray. Mm-hmm. Unless you're allergic, then yeah, do I that. can't look. I can't look at them. I, it's so good. <laughs> it is so good. I freaking. I also love, love Mike it. Myers, so I'm a little biased. Did you know that Chris Farley filmed ninety yes. percent of that, and then he passed away? There's, and then there's there's uh, uh not footage, but there's um you know where they'll take like just the the drawings on paper without them being like animated yeah. or anything and they'll like go through them like the rough sketches yeah. there's that with chris farley voicing shrek and it's really emotional and it'll, if you're if you love chris farley like like someone like me I'm like it, it'll make really? you cry it's just like i just like um too soon yeah. so too soon yeah. i love chris farley and i He's miss funny, him funny so guy. much um, and do you know what i really love i love the way david spade talks about him yeah. all the time still yeah um i was gonna say something about something no i don't know oh mike myers also i think recorded a lot of that not in the accent that he uses in the film like he recorded mm-hmm. like normal and he like tried that and they're like that's so much better than he would like went back 
Yeah. I didn't know that. Harry Potter? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vinny asks, what's your favorite edition made by the movie? Oh, I have one. Mm. Go ahead. Fred asking Angelina to the ball. That's I like how he scene. does that. Yeah, that was good. And also Ron and McGonagall dancing. That was Great. mine. That was mine. I like Snape hitting them on their heads. Yeah, yes. I like that because I feel like that totally happened. Um, yeah. uh, I don't know. I Far be it for me to say this, but I enjoyed that dragon sequence. I enjoy it. I mean, it's good for film. I liked it. Yeah, it was it was it was exciting for the movie. So and they were able to kind of like tie that into the Harry Potter ride at Universal as well. And I liked how exciting that part of the ride was. I was like, "What are you talking about?" I had to think about that. Tiffany had her eyes closed. I can't speak to that. Her stomach can. <laughs> My stomach says. Isn't that a fan? You're wrong. No. Um, I caught some of that. Yeah, yeah, I caught some of that. I remember uh, a spider. <laughs> Did you see the dragon, like, blow fire in your face? I felt it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the hot. <laughs> no. Uh, I remember a spider. I remember Harry going, come on, which I think was the beginning of the whole thing. <laughs> That's yeah. honest to God. That's all I remember besides hating my life. Oh, it was so bad. I don't recommend that ride if you get sick. Uh, Mia says to flip Vinny's question: What scene cut from the Goblet of Fire movie most upset you? All of them. Um. Uh, the end. Yeah, I think the ending with Fudge. Fudge, like Fudge's the conversations. Out. Yeah, I'm also yeah. part of that. I really wish I would have seen. Sirius and Snape face yeah. each other. Yes. Um, the really, shock on his face when he changed. Yeah. I missed um, Molly not being in there to like give Harry, yeah. you know, some comfort that he desperately needs. Yeah. That was a, that was a good scene that should have been there. Brie asks, what's your favorite quote in the movies, but not the books? Good Lord. All uh, of them? I don't eat. You'll feel better. That's not in the books? Nope. I do like that quote, mm. but from Goblet, I, I don't know. It just says movies. I'm, uh, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, Harry, Professor, <laughs> Sir. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think he says that though. Pincers. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Same. Oh. Half Blood Prince just has some good ones. Half Blood Prince is such a good movie. It's, it's so, so funny. It's so good. <laughs> Ellie would like to know if you could go if you could add one part that was taken out of the movie, which part would it be? Add a part. So I, I guess, guess we kind of, of yeah. we kind yeah. of answered that okay. already. Okay. My bad. Vinny asks in the movie, did Voldemort buy that creepy white wand from Ollivander as is, or was that a sick wand mod? <laughs> um, I'm gonna say that I it looked like that. Really? Yeah. yeah. You hand that over to a small 11-year-old yeah, child. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> the wand chooses the wizard. Here's yeah. the, here's an evil wand. <laughs> but it's just make supposed to magic. be made out of you wood. It just happens to look like a bone. Ain't no bones about it. Gabrielle. What if it was made of his father's bone in that uh, whole little thing? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Can we talk about that? It's, but it's made out of you. What, yeah, like wood. but what if he... Well, Lucius modeled his wand into being a cane, part of a cane. Why yeah, can't he use his father's bone and be like, now I'm going to But the wand you is down still forever. the same. He just like created this thing to hold it in. Yeah. You it's know? a wand holder, essentially. Yeah. Whatever. He put a handle on it. 
Okay, you know, he knows how to handle his situations. Yeah, I mean, he handled it really well coming out of that cauldron. Give him a hand. (laughs) My God. I mean, we know someone that needs it. I mean, he got one, I guess. It's not really real. (laughs) Well, it was real enough to kill him. Hey! Gabrielle asks, what were your first ever reactions when you saw Amos Diggory's reaction to Cedric being dead in the movie? Crying. I was sobbing. I cry cry every time. I don't think I'd cried the first time I saw it. That's because you have no heart. No, but like when I was a kid, I don't like I didn't really. Oh, Oh my gosh. No, it was just like it was heart wrenching. I was like, like, I can't even think about it. Also, did you guys know? I was 15, too. Like Um, emotional. That the guy that plays Barty Crouch Jr. or Barty not Jr. but Barty Crouch, senior, he passed away when he was sixty nine years old. When when was that? Um, I don't know. Poor one out. Let me look. Um, he had pancreatic cancer, I believe. Cancer is the literal worst. Yes, it is. I want to say it was in two thousand and fourteen, but I'm gonna look. It Um, it couldn't have been that long ago because I feel like I remember. But also, like, because I, I don't know why, mm. but I th- I keep thinking that the guy that played Amos Diggory is dead. He might hit be. Um, <laughs> that's not funny. I'm laughing at myself, not... Um, that's what made me think not of. Not deaf. We yeah. know you laugh at weird moments. I'm trying to find his name. Um, while you're looking... Mia would like to know what our favorite swishism to come out of Goblet of Fire pod episodes is. Judy. I'm going to say... Swishism? Deceased snackers. (laughs) (laughs) You're a seer, Harry. Um, Oh, Tiffany. I really like um, Luscious Malfoy. (laughs) Oh, I like Luscious too. Yeah, that's a good one. so much. Also, Hot Cup of Fire is good. I like them all. We're pretty great, guys. We're funny. <laughs> when did we start saying Herm? Was that this book? Oh, that was like number Herm? one, man. Yeah, that was a while ago. You Tiffany. abbreviated it way back in the day. Well, I know you. I did, but y'all, y'all didn't start saying it. <laughs> yeah, it was 2014 when he passed away. In January, which is, I think, the same month that um, Alan Rickman passed away. Mm. Was but it really? There was I a. Think. There was, it was like either a January or February because he and David Bowie died. Um, like very close to each other in time i remember guys people would get mad at me if i said death daddies i'm not allowed don't say it so you just say it i don't it makes me really uncomfortable so i asked them not to say it because that would be mean if they continued to say it i have to stop myself because i I just think it's fun to say but i won't say it around here alliteration is fun i Um, do like to alliterate (laughs) alan rickman died on january 14th 2016 let me go back and see when this guy died. Too soon, man. I know. I think he also but, had cancer, correct? But really, like, yes. I just... It's just so sad. I hate it so much. I hate he it He so died much. January 15th, 2014. I so knew it years. was... There was, like, a stretch where it was, like, a bunch of actors from Potter passed away. Well, it was two years apart, almost to the day, is but, what I'm saying. But there was... There are, like, other actors from the series. Like, I feel like Ollivander, the actor who played Ollivander, passed away close to someone else in the that series as well. That was really sad. That was right around Celebration of Harry Potter, like a day before it, maybe. Yeah, everybody gathered outside of his of Ollivander's like, yeah. wands to him. Oh my god, it was so sad. Yeah. Mm. Why can't I think of what his name is? I don't know. Last lightning bolt round question. Yes, Carly would like to know. Really, how was your day, ladies? Well, I was at work all day, so it was pretty boring. <laughs> you know what? Though? John hurt. 
I John had Hurt. that's right. Yes, yeah. I had a doctor's appointment this morning. I got some good news. Yeah, I see. You're, is that a coffee? It's decaf. Okay. He but I was has given to the go. go. <laughs> good. Also in January, January twenty fifth, two thousand and seventeen. All in January in the yeah. teens. It's Isn't crazy. Um, but then that meant I got to go into work late, and then I actually got a lot of work done, so it didn't drag. That's good. It was okay. And then I got to come here and record with you, ladies. <sighs> I had a good day. It was long. I uh, I really just need Thanksgiving break. You know, Thanksgiving break is for me two days off, and then I have to work. Unless you get two, I get a week and a half off because I'm going to Disney World. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of the mic, I'm sure they heard me. <laughs> All right, I do have to work tomorrow. Yes, tell I me a fan story. Do 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 fan story. All right, this one comes from Jillian. Jillian Sinclair. So she says, hi, guys, my name is Jillian and I am from Central Florida. I'm jealous of you. (laughs) I am in my early 20s, so I grew up in the time of Harry Potter. I was a little young when it was really popular, but I remember my sisters loving it. So I wanted to, too. I remember taking my sister's Prisoner of Azkaban book and Mm. trying to read it. I got to the Dementor scene on the train and it terrified me. After that, I was completely uninterested and did not read or watch any of the movies. Until last year, I was a Harry Potter virgin. I even went to the seventh book midnight release with my friends and waited in line for hours for a franchise I had never been a part of. (laughs) I just went because my friends went. Years later, my Potter story officially began. Two of my closest friends are huge Potterheads. One of them even works at the Wizarding World in Universal. Nice. I'm also jealous of your friend. They kept talking about Harry Potter and I began to feel left out. Something called out to me and I knew I needed to be part of this world. Last Christmas break, I went to Books A Million and bought the entire series. That is a commitment. (laughs) My oldest sister took our family's copy with her when she moved to Nebraska, so I had to buy new. I started reading and fell in love. I had no idea how amazing this story was. I was obsessed. I would read the book and then watch the movie as soon as I finished it. I am so thankful that I read the books before watching the movies. I like the movies. This is so good for this episode. Yeah. I like the movies, but they do not even compare to the books. I think it hurt my view of the movies because I watched them immediately after reading the book. Every movieism or discrepancy stuck out like a sore thumb, and I caught them all. I do not watch the movies often. In fact, I have only seen most of them once. I listen to the books on Audible whenever I am in the car. Ding. Yeah. (laughs) I have already listened to them all almost three times in just a year. I hit some pretty dark times in college and dealt with severe anxiety and depression. These books helped me get through it and guided me to the light at the end of the tunnel. Being a part of the Harry Potter world helped me through so much, and I am forever grateful. I never thought I would geek out on something so much, and my family makes fun of me for it in a joking way. I'm a proud Ravenclaw. My oldest sister is a Gryffindor. And my other sister is a Hufflepuff. Yeah! Sorry, Meg. I made them take the test. My Patronus is an adder, which is a kind of snake. And my my (laughs) my wand is made of hawthorn wood with the unicorn hair core and is 11 inches long. I think all of this is very fitting for me. I'm not sure if I would have been able to recover or survive if I had not joined the Wizarding World. It taught me so much about self-love and what really matters in life. I'm a huge Albus Dumbledore fan, and one of my favorite quotes of his is the iconic, happiness can be found in the darkest of times if only one remembers to turn on the light. Mine too. This has become my life motto, and I say it in my head at least once a day. Mm. 
My best friend Kat all, also listens to this podcast, and we talk about it all the time. Hi, Kat. If you're listening, hi, Kat. Hi, Kat. Hello. <laughs> Thank you, ladies, so much for creating this podcast. I've learned so much about the powder world from you all, and I absolutely love listening to your episodes. I tried to do the reread with you, but I'm already on Half-Blood Prince, so I guess that didn't work. <laughs> Thank you again for dedicating your lives to this podcast and helping us all get a little closer to the Wizarding World. I truly do not know what I would do without it. Don't mm. let the muggles get you down. I have two questions for you, Jillian. One, did you come to our meetup in Orlando this past (laughs) summer? And two, you and your friend should both make sure that you come to our meetup whenever we do LeakyCon next year. Yes. Yes. Please. And thank you for sending in your story. Again, like, I love what Potter does for people, and I love that you've embraced it, and it it helps you just as much as it helps, you know, the four of us here and everyone else. I leaned on Potter in my college years. You? Yes. I've leaned on it always. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Meg? Yeah, no, I Actually, did. no. Yeah, college was... That was big with Potter. College is when we leaned on the movies a lot. I would say that I kind of took a break from rereading the books over and over, but I, like, really watched the movies, like, almost yeah. on a daily basis. Even yeah. if they were just background noise. Like, while we were doing our art projects and stuff like that, like, they were always on. Yeah. What about you? When you were away um well i stand up straight i don't lean i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) also the books wouldn't hold me up because there's only seven of them (laughs) um i don't know i kind of like would put the movies on if i'd watch them in the background Mm -hmm. um but i didn't i'm not a rereader it's like a comforting thing to have on that you know yeah yes yeah it's like putting on the office yeah more girls or winnie the pooh or want, you know, my thing is Friends, which right, soon yeah. I won't be able to watch anymore because I don't have it on Netflix. Is it going anywhere in particular? Oh, they're going to do it. They're going to go the to Peacock, Peacock eventually, I'm assuming. I mean, I'm just saying the DVDs are better because there's cutscenes. Didn't so. Chandler get bit by a Peacock one? I have nothing to watch <laughs> it on, though, so I'm not going to buy them. I'm really enjoying <laughs> watching them TBS. on the DVD. <laughs> Yeah, um, the DVDs are awesome because, like, Chrissy points out all the scenes that weren't on Netflix. She can't watch them on Netflix because it annoys her. Oh my God. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> I also don't really watch them, watch them. You know, it's noise yeah. in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Where's that social media, girl? Yeah, it's green, snake. <laughs> so make sure that you follow us on Facebook at <laughs> Swish and Flick Podcast. And then also on Instagram and Twitter at Swish Flick Cast. You can join us, or no, you can subscribe to us on YouTube, and you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast. Why would you do that? Because you can (laughs) join in on the conversation through Discord, which is so much fun. I love all the questions that we get throughout the episodes. It's like honestly completely changed the dynamic of the podcast ever since we started doing Discord, and I love it. Yeah. But wait, why else? Because you can support us, and we would super appreciate it, and that is how we get to do all the things that we do and meet all the people that we get to meet and continue to give you content and make this podcast and get microphones and cords when they break because me and Katie have had to share a (laughs) microphone this whole episode. (laughs) So, yeah, it's just, it keeps it going, and we really appreciate it. And you get fun little perks along with it, like... Phoenix Plus boxes, mm-hmm. which we're working on, and the next box comes out in January, and I'm excited. So it's going to be a good one. Also, <laughs> hashtag Phoenix box hype. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what and then all you? of this information is on our website at swishflickcast.com. Cam. And that's where our merchandise lives as well. Yes. Merchandise. Merch. A packy doim. 
<laughs> also, I drew out some of my brain ideas for merch for Katie. It helped. It was not good. Hey, <laughs> I told you it helped me a lot. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did draw it on an iPad Pro, and I just really <laughs> an iPad Pro. <laughs> no. All right. Um. So, what have we been doing? What's the hot topic? What's the What are the cool jams? I don't know. You tell me first. I don't know. Okay. So I'm almost on Thanksgiving break, which is much needed. Um. Reading Thrawn, watching Mandalorian, watching Disney Plus, watching Lizzie McGuire, <laughs> being a mother. I don't know. I what am I uh what am I doing? I hurt my arm really bad lifting, so that's fun. So I don't know what I'm gonna do about that. Tendonitis sucks. People tell me I have to just give it time and I don't really have the patience for that, but I guess I'm gonna have to I ain't got time to give it time. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> Ice it. That'll help a little. Um, chocolate it helps it does for everything it does just rub it on your arm oh my gosh let the caffeine soak into the tendons but yeah i don't know just uh going to christmas stuff so that's kind of it when this comes out when does this come out this comes out thanksgiving weekend we'll be in Mm. disney we will be I this is like the most hyped vacation that we've gone on since we went to like the UK. You are like super hyped, but you've I'm, been planning this for a long time. Yeah, and like we're going for a whole week, and I'm so excited. Yeah, it's good that you're gonna I'm get so a lot excited. of time. We're gonna hit up the Wizarding World for a couple days, so we'll be posting stuff in the stories from that. I found the email today. I was scrolling through, like I was cleaning out my my inbox at work, and I found the email asking my boss for vacation for this vacation, and that was in July, and like now it's here. (laughs) It's really weird. Um, I have a question. So there was a Deathly Hallows sweatshirt that I didn't get last time. I remember it. We have an annual pass discount now. Can you pick it up for me? Yeah, Venmo me. Will you? Maybe I don't know. You don't give me a maybe. I knew you were on the black side today. I am on the black side today. And I'm also also excited because we're staying on Disney property. So we'll get the full Disney experience, which is great. And um, also, if you guys like Friends, this is totally switching topics here. If you guys like Friends, you can follow mine and Katie and our friend Chrissy's podcast called Friends Watching Friends. We are, I guess, almost half. No, we're about halfway through the first season, right? I don't know. Actually. We watched our first Friendsgiving episode. It was great. We watched the New Year's episode. We watched. <laughs> we watched the episode where Paolo goes away. That was thank God. Super like that was great. I just watched that one on TBS the other day. So yeah, it's good. Um, you can find it anywhere you can find Swish. So that is cool. And I haven't seen the Pivot episode yet. I literally have no idea what that joke is. So. Pivot. I'm Pivot. ready for you. Ready shut for up, you. shut up, shut up. <laughs> I did post something on my um, today. Also, yeah. yeah that's, such a good, that's such a good episode. I still am loving Ross. Sorry for the people that don't want me to love Ross, but I do. <laughs> and I think that he's hilarious. I do like Chandler as well. 
I really, I like all of them, to be honest, but. Same. Sometimes I think that Phoebe is really an underrated character because, like, I'll watch and I was like, God, you're just so Phoebe funny. Is great. She comes out with one liners and just because she's so Phoebe. Phoebe is great. Oh, this is me. This is why I'm Chandler. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My favorite scene so far is whenever Paolo is leaving and Ross goes, I think I can speak for all of us. And then he closes the door in his face. Yeah. No, my Love favorite it. so far is when Ross has been like, you just don't get it. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite moment. Talking to Rachel and she is so oblivious and he's just like, you just don't get it. And he like collapses because he had too many pain meds. Yeah. Don't do that, friends. 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 Kate. Oh, and we've been watching a lot of Disney Plus. Yeah. What else, Kate? Oh, I, just, I don't know. That's about it. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah, at the uh, Petrus family. Don't forget to tell people on the Twitter. Because we'll be posting a lot about our vacations. So if you want to go see, and check we'll it post out. on Swishes. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll, we'll post on Swishes. I'm living at her comment. PS <laughs> and H is in Hebe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just uh, you'll get there. <laughs> we'll be posting on Swishes while we're at the Wizarding World as well. <laughs> it's full <a> show. <laughs> Sarah lost her mind. <laughs> no, she has such a funny scene. It is a good one. She literally spells out her name like that. She's like, P is in Phoebe, H is in Hebe, O is in Obi, E is in Ebe. <laughs> No spoilers. Sarah, what you up to? Um, <laughs> all right. So I am almost done with the semester in school. I have a final this week and then a final the week after that. And then, um, so hopefully I don't die and I pass this class. <laughs> I watch my mother leave the room and her hands are just slowly leaving the door. Yes. Um, <sighs> I can't wait to not have class for what three weeks that's gonna be good for you start again um what else just had a crazy busy week um i have a friend that i'd like just keep her in your thoughts and prayers hopefully everything works out um Mm -hmm. and then just enjoying christmas times Mm -hmm. yeah hopefully thanksgiving will be a wonderful day and not stressful and not anxiety inducing it shouldn't be it shouldn't be it shouldn't be um yeah where can we follow you on the internet? Oh, Mally. How many? One, two, three. H's. We try to get Alana to do this, but she can't. She doesn't really say one, but she'll go huh, two, three. Yeah, she <laughs> um, Alana say says one. swish and flick. So. I was just about to say that. So Marty taught her the other night while I was um, where was I? I was doing something, and he taught her how to hold a wand, the wand down here, and say swish and flick and she you can hear her go like no man ick. <laughs> it's so cute it was but adorable like, we know what it means it's so cute it's so cute so i'm gonna try and get her on a mic saying it and i think it should become like part of like the outro or something yeah it's gonna be pretty cute um but you can follow me on twitter at tiff swish underscore flick i post a lot of um things Harry Potter and none related to Harry Potter, but um, dude, I am all for her, your tree being just moved, fully decorated. That's what my mom does. Oh. <laughs> we left our lights on our tree. I am not. We actually just had this discussion. I'm not a big fan for my own personal. Like I grew up having a real tree, even though several people, me included, are like allergic. I just get hives when I like touch, like when I decorate it. 
Um, but it's worth it. <laughs> but we now have a fake one, and we've had a fake one for almost the entire time that we've lived in this house. I but like I don't like that the one. lights are still on it. I like having a fake one because you don't have to water it. Yeah, it is a fire hazard. Yeah, but I just it's just simpler. I don't, I don't like real trees. I'm allergic, and they drip sap, and it's annoying. And I don't the like needles it. are everywhere. But also, yeah. fake trees drop needles too. Needles, yeah. they're everywhere. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah, yeah, but you can. It's they're like they vacuum up easily. The real ones get like stuck in the carpet, and no, we never had issues. No, I do know. Like my mom always complained about it, so I'm really the only one that has ever really decorated our Christmas tree. My mom used to do it when we were kids. My dad would get a real tree, um, but then so now she complains about that. Or she did complain about it for the longest time. But every year she'd buy real garland, which is made out of tree, the same stuff that the trees are and she's still having an allergic reaction i'm like so why are you buying that and then complaining about a christmas tree but who am i to think because she's like it looks nice like, mm-hmm. <laughs> i also am a little ocd when it comes to the tree anyway so like because you can't have like we do ours where it's all all of the ornaments are like sentimental and you know we don't have like a box of baubles we've just put on the tree um you know, like there's some people that have like color coded trees. Ours are not like that. Ours are like just mm-hmm. ornaments we've collected over the years. So you can't have the same kinds of things. Like you can't have all the Santas here and all like we have some Disney ones. You got to space them out. I will move people if people's ornaments if they put them in a place that it doesn't belong. My favorite ornaments are like our thing to get an ornament from every place we go. Mm-hmm. Same. So I got to add. A Salem ornament this year. I will add the same Salem. And Columbus Zoo. Columbus Zoo and also St. Louis. I get to add my new Gryffindor one I got when we were in Orlando. My little stained glass one. I forgot I might to get b- one. bring all of mine out from last year. I have like a bunch of nerdy ones. Like I have Star Wars ones. I have um, my mom's best friend's mom passed away a couple of years ago, but she was super into it. Like had a bunch of Christmas trees, I guess, in her house growing up. Um, and so she like was giving away her Christmas ornaments, like from her mom, not all of them, but like, you know, Oh yeah, no, um, I went there and got some. Yeah. So I have a bunch of from her cause there are some from like Paris. Well, I don't know if they're really, but they were Parisian themed and then mm-hmm. some Cleveland ones and Irish ones that I have from her and then mm-hmm. a nerd ones. Yeah. Got some from her. Yeah. Who knew we'd talk about the movie for two hours. Has it been two we hours? We talked about oh, yeah. a lot of other things though. Goodness gracious. Two hours. All right. Hope you like your content. (laughs) (laughs) Is that all for... What did we say? What did we say last time? We're not for Voldemort Valor anymore. No. No. Oh, shoot. What was it? Oh, it was funny. It was... For Dumbledore and Dignity? Yeah. (laughs) All right. What's the hand motion? I don't know. For Dumbledore and Dignity? Oh, yeah. That's good. Because he does this. All right. for a clap. Okay. Well, golf claps. Yeah, but this is it's this Dumbledore's is it's the golfer. Dumbledore clap. It's Dumbledore's golfer clap. <laughs> All right. So for Dumbledore and dignity, that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the Muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Just in my voice. Move on. I don't know what year it is. I already think it's 2020. Almost. And I mean, this we're is Barbara close. Walters. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Side note. I'm going to go back to Wizarding World Gold really quick here. You get the ebooks, but they are only available in the Wizarding World Gold app. You cannot put them on your Kindle. And it's, like, not designed to be an app where you read books. Like, you can't, like, 
highlight things and like oh, I don't oh, need to do that. read it. Well, you can't like read it like you do in the Kindle app. Yeah, I get what you're saying. That would annoy me. And, and it's only oh, it's I do. only available for like you only get it as long as you're a member. So if you don't renew next year, you don't get the ebooks. Yeah, but that's also how like if you have Kindle Unlimited, you have to pay ten dollars a month, and then if you decide to not do it anymore, you don't get any of those ebooks if I'm anymore. Eighty dollars, you can give me a download of the freaking books. But one of my favorite things is calling you a snake. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.